Hello, and welcome to another episode of Full Court Finance here at Saks. I'm your host, Ben Raines. Today, we're taking a look at three top-ranked dividend stocks to consider buying right now amid all of the market volatility. Before we get into everything, though, remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast, and make sure to check out our zax.com slash promo page for a look into some of our services, portfolios, and more. So before we do these three top-ranked dividend stocks and go through them, I just wanted to quickly break down the market and give a sense of why we're looking at these dividend stocks and just provide a background for investors as we try to decipher what's going on here at the moment. So the S&P 500 finally broke above that 4,000 level that many traders have been eyeing uh, as a bullish signal on Wednesday, but that positivity evaporated pretty quickly. So the bears came in, washed away those gains, and then sent the benchmark back below that level and then also back below its 200-day moving average. And then by Thursday, it fell back below that 50-day moving average. So the last couple of days were pretty rough. And then the heavy selling yesterday and Wednesday also sent the NASDAQ back under its 50-day where it's kind of floated above and below uh, for a long time now. That said, those stocks were up through morning trading on Friday, bouncing higher the last time I looked. The NASDAQ was up about 1.4% through late morning trading with the S&P 500 up about 0.9%. So this is that volatility we're talking about. We had such a strong start to the new year, and then we had this heavy selling as soon as we hit some of these key moving averages. So we could just be in this really choppy environment as Wall Street's kind of trying to decipher what's going on. We are in the now the really the heart of fourth quarter earnings season. So we had the big banks start reporting late last week and then early this week. And then we're going to have the tech giants start reporting next week. So the, the big question now is if earnings estimates are going to hold up going forward for 2023. So at the moment, Zach's data is calling for uh, Q4 earnings to fall 7.2%. And then for Q1 2023 earnings to be down about 4.2%. Uh, that is falling from just a 2.9% decline in mid-December. So the estimates are trending downward. The question is, and they've already fallen a lot for 2023 overalls, will they hold up anymore? Uh, so we'll, we'll, really the next couple of weeks is going to be huge for the market determining if we're going to have to have another leg down to kind of recalibrate things for even lower earnings that we're expecting. Uh, and then we've seen kind of the market decide whether or not the Fed is going to finally be able to take its foot off the gas. We've seen... Uh, a string of layoffs announced by these big tech giants, but really they went on a massive hiring spree during COVID. So they're they're not just they're kind of just trimming the excess at the moment. And we saw that in December, unemployment hit new 50-year lows. So it's really difficult to have a huge economic pullback when the labor market's so strong. Uh, that said, we we are seeing inflation cool and things are slowing down a bit. So it's really the next couple of months could just be this chop around where no one knows what's going on and no one knows what the Fed's going to do. So with this backdrop, it certainly is worthwhile to consider some dividend paying stocks that have been able to uh, outperform the market over the last year and have really perform well and also have uh, had their earnings estimates revisions, excuse me, trending far higher, which is no easy task at the moment. So the first one of these three dividend paying stocks that's also seen the earnings revisions trend higher is Darden Restaurants, which trades in the ticker DRI. It's a dine-in restaurant chain standout. So some of its brands are Olive Garden, Longhorn Steakhouse, Yard House, Capitol Grill, Cheddar's scratch kitchen a bunch of these places i'm sure you've seen at least one or two of these places no matter where you live uh 
at least on some drive you've made at some point in your life. So the company's portfolio includes over 1,800 restaurants, uh, and it's continuing to open new locations. Obviously, looking back just a few years, the company got hit pretty hard during the pandemic uh, as diners stayed away from eating out. But people have been back living their normal lives for a really long time now, and their business is booming Uh it's also been able to successfully raise their prices to help offset surging costs, uh, and they really aren't scaring customers off. So people are just, even though inflation is high, people are still having these small indulgences of going out to eat. Uh, so the company is on, it's worth noting, on a bit of an odd fiscal year schedule. So for instance, it's 2022 ended in late May of 2022. So for uh, those results, it's 2022 sales climbed 39% to about $9.7 billion, driven by blended restaurant sales increase of about 31%. Uh, and then they opened 33 new restaurants during that year as well. And it's worth noting that that blew away its pre-COVID totals of about $8.5 billion. So over a billion dollars more in sales compared to that pre-COVID level. And it's also interesting to note that uh, its same-store sales, a lot of that was being driven by their their fine dining business. They, they break it down into Olive Garden, Longhorn Steakhouse, fine dining, and others. So that fine dining segment was doing really well, which they were able to raise their prices, obviously, a little bit more leeway there. More recently, the company topped our Q2 FY 2023 earnings and revenue estimates in mid-December and was able to provide slightly higher guidance, which is, as I said, no easy task at the moment. So we're calling for another 8% revenue growth this year to get all the way up to $10.4 billion, and then another 6% revenue growth next year to get essentially right to $11 billion. And then we're calling for 5.4% growth on the bottom line this year, and then another 10.3% growth on the bottom line next year. And then the company's calling for same restaurant sales growth about – uh, 5% to 6.5% this year. So continuing growth on both the top and bottom lines, and they've upped their estimates. Uh, so that has analysts upping their estimates for 2023 and 2024, which is, as I said, no easy task. This helps it land a Zach's rank number two buy right now. And the company still has approximately eight, uh, $800 million remaining under its current $1 billion share repurchase program. So that's good to note, returning value to shareholders there. And last year, it raised its quarterly dividend by 10%, which is good enough for a yield of about 3.2% at the moment. And the restaurant chain has now raised its dividend by an average of 11% over the last five years. The stock's up about 8% in the last year versus industry's 2% drop in the market's 14% decline. And the company actually hit new all-time highs uh, earlier this month. The stock is now up about 220% in the last decade versus the benchmark's 161% and its industry's 92%. So really strong performance over the long term as well. And despite that strong run in 2022 and over the long haul, uh, a little dip has it trading at around neutral RSI level, so not really overbought or oversold, kind of in the middle right there. And its valuation levels are sitting below its 10-year median, so it's trading at about 17.4 times forward earnings, which puts it below its broader Zacks econ sector. And then on top of that, we have 15 of the 23 brokerage recommendations that Zacks has coming in at strong buys with three more buys and then the rest coming in at hold. So overall, Darden looks like a really solid pick as people are continuing to have these small indulgences of going out to eat even amid inflation and the company's been able to navigate uh, 
the higher cost by raising its prices without scaring off customers. So certainly worth looking at Darden restaurants. And the next stock up is Vici Properties, which trades in the ticker VICI. The company is a real estate investment trust that's behind the Caesars Palace and MGM Grand and the Venetian. So bunch of Las Vegas uh, powerhouses. The company's portfolio of casinos and resorts includes over 40 gaming facilities alongside 450 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, sports books. Its portfolio also includes roughly 60,000 hotel rooms for championship golf courses. Uh, then they have a bunch of acres of underdeveloped and uh, undeveloped land next to the Vegas Strip. So they have the ability to expand going forward as well. We should also note that the company in early December announced that it's planning to buy the remaining 49.9% interest in MGM Grand Las Vegas and Mandalay Bay joint venture. Uh, then that deal officially closed on January 9th. Uh, so it closes. It's, it now owns the, the the deal. This came after it completed a seventeen billion dollar deal to buy MGM Growth Properties in April twenty twenty two. So now it's it's really essentially the biggest player in this space. It's a true giant in the casino, resorts, and convention world. Its twenty twenty one revenue surged twenty three percent to one point five billion, with its adjusted FFO, which is essentially its earnings for a REIT, uh, came in 11% higher, and we're calling for revenue to soar 72% in 2022 to $2.6 billion, and then climb another 27% in 2023, with that bottom line set to climb 5.5% this year and then 10% in 2023. And then the company's positive bottom line revisions have it at a Zach's rank number two buy at the moment, and 12 of the 15 brokerage recommendations that Zach's has are strong buys. And then on top of that, Vici's dividend yields 4.7% at the moment. This comes in above its industry's 4.6% average and crushes the 10-year U.S. Treasury's 3.5%. And this also happens even though the company's stock price has climbed. So the stock's up 60% in the last five years to blow away its industry. And now the S&P 500 is 40% gain. This includes a 22% surge in the last year. And it still trades 10% below its current average Zach's price target at around $33 per share. The stock also is trading not too far above its three-year median at about 15.7 times forward earnings, which is also pretty close to its industry despite that long-term outperformance. So overall, Vici's certainly worth considering. It has a strong dividend yield. It's expanding for the future. And Post-pandemic, even though there was that small pullback of casinos, this is an industry that's continuing to boom and people just uh, want to keep going to Vegas. And it's an industry that's certainly worth considering and a, a REIT that's uh, worth looking at the moment for its dividend and its ability to climb amid all of the current market chaos. The last stock we're going to look at is a company in the energy and utility space, and the, that company is NRG Energy, which trades in the ticker NRG. It's a utility powerhouse that generates electricity and provides energy solutions and natural gas to millions of businesses and residential customers. It's a Houston-based company, and it's poised to roll out more digital-focused efforts uh, as electrical grids and homes and businesses grow more high-tech by the day. So energy over the last Year Plus had explored how it could expand its reach and thrive in a world of smart homes and connected energy grids. 
So the company actually on its Q3 earnings call back in November, its CEO was talking about how they, they've really just noticed this rapid expansion of connected devices and appliances and the broader internet of things revolution. And they decided that they wanted to really somehow capitalize on getting in on this smart home revolution and get in here. Uh, so they were talking about how everything's connected from appliances and HVAC units and water heaters and batteries and rooftop solar, just all that stuff and more people having electric cars. So then roughly a month later in early December, the company announced a pretty big splash uh, that helped it expand almost overnight into much more than a utility firm. The company is agreeing to buy Vivint smart homes for about $12 per share, which would have it at a, about $2.8 billion all cash deal. Uh, the purchase, which marked a 33% premium compared to that closing price uh, the day before, they see it as a fantastic way to establish themselves as a leader in providing essential home services. It's projected to close in the first quarter of 2023, and the newly beefed up and diversified energy will boast a network of approximately 7.4 million customers in North America, and it's likely to instantly improve its back-end tech ecosystem uh, the beefed up firm will now be able to kind of bundle utilities, home security, automation, and more. As I said, this is just kind of getting into the area of high tech centralized systems for homes and people just want one place to kind of manage it all. So it'll be a, an interesting play for NRG. And I, I think it does have the ability to be a, a nice expansion for this utility company into a much more uh, broad range company that provides essential services for people's homes. Uh, the post announcement sell-off also though sets up a pretty nice long-term buying opportunity, especially with the new subscription-based model from the home security business bringing a little bit more stability uh, beyond the utility prices, which can fluctuate. So the company is now trading 33% below its highs at roughly $32 per share. It's also trading at roughly 60% discount to its industry at just 6.4 times forward earnings and 50% below its own 10-year median. Uh, so really, it's now trading essentially near its all-time lows, which are also those COVID lows. So nice entry point for a stock on the valuation front and the price front. Uh, the company's dividend yield is currently 4.5%, which crushes its industry's 3.1% average and has a very sustainable payout ratio of just 23%. And the company also plans to complete the $1 billion buyback program over the near term, of which about $360 million was remaining as of no, the end of November. So with this in mind, Zach's estimates are calling for NRG's revenue to climb 20% this year. To over 32 billion to help lift his adjusted earnings by 45 percent uh the top and bottom line strength is being driven in part by soaring energy and utility prices energy is also projected to see a little bit of a pullback in 2023 well somewhat more significant yet its overall earnings outlook has trended largely up for 2022 and 2023 and its bottom line positivity helps it land a zach's rank number one strong buy at the moment and it currently trades 19% below its average Zach's price target. So overall, energy investors would get some value and dividends for what could be another turbulent 2023. Plus, it could soon be a much more diversified firm prepared to thrive in a world of connected smart homes and tech-centric energy grids. So that does it for another episode of Full Court Finance. Until next time, I'm your host, Ben Rains. And remember, if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot us an email over at podcast at zacks.com. 
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.